Welcome. This is a special edition of Vision for You. My name is Melanie C., a recovered compulsive overeater living in Canby, Oregon. Here this morning, grateful to be serving. Greetings to you all. It's a new day and hope your morning is going well. Today is Sunday, April 24th, 2022. And the share ID numbers for Friday, April 22nd, 2022 are the following. At 7 a.m. Eastern Time weekday, Big Book Study is 18874-18,874 and 18876-18,876 for the 10 a.m. Eastern Time weekday Big Book Study. This morning, A Vision for You presents Living Abstinent in Recovery. Living as abstinent versus living untreated. It's a horrendous difference. Day to day, a real compulsive overeater is progressively tortured and tormented. The entire life of the individual and anyone that touches the life of the untreated is violated in some capacity. It tears apart the very fabric of existence. And thought that we have is diseased, untreated, living in that way compounded over time, we're living now only to eat to the exclusion of almost everything else. Well, at least in the in stages of the sickness anyway. Some of us get it in the beginning. Many of us get to that stage, you know. Oh, we don't think so. We have such a propensity for denial and blame shifting. Our perspective completely skewed. So we drag on hunting down that next bite and a place to be alone, to gorge or to purge. Day in and day out, untreated, 24 hours a day, a slave to the obsession of the mind, living untreated in or out of recovery. In or out of recovery, if untreated. But living abstinent in recovery is revolutionary especially for a compulsive overeater. Now, I admit I am biased in saying that. Each may feel the same in their own disease. However, compulsive overeating encompasses a huge territory. We have been handed the roadmap to recovery in the form of a textbook, lovingly referred to as the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Imagine that a book written for alcoholics in mind transfers perfectly and beautifully for the addiction of active compulsive overeater to reclaim our lives and live effectively, happily in recovery. Engaging in the 12-step program of recovery, we are transformed, taken from disorganized, dysregulated, muddled up, messed up, sickened, weakened, and pathologically skewed outside of the realm of human nature, human beings, to being reborn. I like to say we are given prosthetics to build a parallel life, to stand strong in the disease, because the disease is never cured. We go into a remission, building a life paralleled, living free. We are renewed. We are reborn. It's mind-blowing and mic-dropping, y'all, but it is promised to each one that seizes upon this way of living. We will be starting a new life building it all afresh and new, transformed, abstinently. No more emotional blocking, mind-numbing influences of our alcoholic foods to mask the disease. We will know God, as we each one understand him, and come to live free. 
Well, many of you know our guest speaker today. She is a real compulsive overeater, living abstinent as recovered because she seized upon the 12 steps of AA. She truly has given her life to service and well and well-being, guiding the still suffering and supporting those on the path, not only in America, but outside America as well. She's integral to the Spanish-speaking community, bringing them to recovery in Overeaters Anonymous. They meet regularly to study the big book for recovery in their native language, and she travels frequently to their country, bringing the good news to them face-to-face. She is a humble and dedicated servant a vision for you is grateful to bring her to the line this morning presenting on this very important topic, how to live, how to live absolutely in recovery. So please take a seat and settle in everyone. And without further ado, help me welcome to the line this morning, Marcella M. from Maryland to speak with us today. Good morning, Marcella. Good morning and welcome. Hi, Melanie. Can you hear me well? Oh, loud and clear. Just step right Beautiful. in. We are so anxious. Awesome. Okay, let's make me. No mistakes, no mistakes. Um, my name is Marcella. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. And um, I have an abstinent date, which is February the 22nd of 2011. And I treasure my abstinent date. And um, I very much hope that I'll die abstinent in recovery. And within a community, the community of the book, um, I feel sheltered and protected. At this very moment, I feel better. I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning um, making phone calls to my visionary family saying, I'm not feeling it. I don't have anything to say. Um, same old story, boring story. I, I, I'm, I'm clumsy. I'll forget my English. I'll forget my big book. I, I, it's not happening this morning. And you know, I'm left alone to my own thoughts. Um, I just want to eat at four o'clock in the morning because that was my solution. Four o'clock in the morning, go to the fridge, eat something. Um, fall into stupor, going back to bed, and and say, oh, life is good, right? But now that I live abstinent in recovery within this loving community of the big book, abstinent, um, I have other options. So I heard from people that are dear to my heart and close to me, that know me, and some of which I have seen them live, right? And, And they told me what I always forget, that I just need to talk to a newcomer. And I said, oh, it's not, it's, I'm not talking to 10,400 people. I'm just talking to the newcomer. Okay, 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 that I can do. I'm kidding you not. I'm not exaggerating one bit. Um, maybe she's on the line right now because I gave her all, all the information for this meeting. I started praying my heart to my higher power and say, God, I'm officially praying for myself, giving me, please give me the right intonation, the right words in beautiful Spanish, English with a Spanish accent so that I can reach just one, just one person 
that is hopping into our line today for the first time and is eating against his or her will, confused, um, upset, drained, jaded, um, scared, hungry, hungry, and, and, and is eating against his or her will. And so I started praying. God is so good to me every single time that, you know, I, I'm granted the big, humongous blessing and honor to be the speaker here. God grants me one sponsee and, and just one. And, um, and then we become family, like really tight family. Like we're bug each other all the time, day and night. And then we go to great lengths to travel, to meet one another and read the big book. <laughs> and we literally get high on the words of the big book. So, so I was praying, and you won't believe me what happened. So I also go to the fellowship of AA because I qualify. And, and one of my fellow members was asking for help at 4 o'clock in the morning. And, and I called her back because I wanted to get out of myself and think of somebody else and think of how I could be of maximum helpfulness to my God and my fellows. And, and we started talking, right? And we talk and talk and talk and talk and slowly get to know one another. This, I mean, this is a woman that I have never seen in my life, know only by her first name. Um, don't know her really because she's known to the 12 steps in the big book know her only in the fellowship where we, in the original fellowship, right, in AA. And we started talking, and surprise, surprise, she absolutely desperately needs a vision for you. And, 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 and we, we just, like, we marvel, right, at the synchronicity. I need a newcomer to talk to, and she needs to find her way into a vision for you. So, so we, we marvel, right? We have so much in common. We both love words. We, love, we both love um, to read. We, um, we are both compulsive overeaters in need of one another. She gives me my anchor so that I know exactly what I'm doing right here, right now, in a vision for you. I'm talking to her. So welcome, Remy. To a vision for you, there is a definite solution to um, our common problem. We do have a common problem, but much better than that, we have a common solution. You never have to be hungry again. You will go into withdrawal. That doesn't last forever. We're going to get together every single day at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we're going to join the fellowship, the incredible fellowship. Tons of people, 10,400. I take an issue with that number, by the way, because you need to add 1,500 in Spanish. Well, actually, I fail my responsibility. I'm the one who needs to tell the Spanish-speaking members that they need to register in our membership because we're 1,500 in Spanish. Okay, so you never have to be alone. You can always, always, always rely in the God of this fellowship. 
and never have to overeat again, ever again in your life. You never have to be scared, confused um, with all the horrible problems that overeating causes. And and welcome with open arms. I I open my arms and my heart to you as all of us do. And we absolutely need you. And, And we absolutely need you to keep this thing alive, which has literally saved our lives. Wonderful things will happen to us if we remain ignorant, if we remain teachable. Let me tell you, um, my abstinent date, as I shared, is uh, February the 22nd of 2011. Um, By August 2014, guys, I knew everything. I absolutely knew everything. I'm recovered. I have a, I'm on my healthy body weight. All my closet fit. I know God like nobody else knows God. I feel God. Um, I'm reading God. I know my big book in English and in Spanish. I'm sponsoring the world. I'm on top of the universe. And you know what? These lines that we um, that we read at the end of our meetings, like um, what does it say? that that we are what does it say that uh we realize we know only a little no that doesn't apply to me i know everything i know my big book i know the 12 steps and because i belong to the other fellowship i also know the traditions i've seen the concepts being applied live in business meetings i know i don't know only a little i know a lot and let me tell you i'm totally willing you stop what you're doing listen to me i know what i'm saying i don't know only a little anyway so i was on top of the world and i was the sponsor of sponsors i know everything that there is to know and um and um and um the spanish-speaking people start saying you need to come to mexico and you need to organize a big book retreat and our budget is zero <laughs> our budget is zero we don't even have a seven tradition guys we, we have una visión para ti and our seven tradition reads zero and and we need a big book retreat in mexico so i being that unruly um arrogant vain person that i am in recovery i said no problem I have money in my bank uh, because I've been abstinent forever. Listen to my three years of recovery, right? Um, I can buy an urban ticket. I can go to Mexico City. I can even buy big books in Spanish for people that come. We are going to conquer the world. So that's exactly what I did. I went to Mexico City and we have our budget is zero and we are 18 people and we have 18 plastic chairs, a little roof that's not even a room, it's just a roof, <laughs> just to shelter us from the sun. And, and, and we, we don't have any organization, we don't have any previous training. Well, that's not true. You know, I have led workshops in English um, for a while. And, um, and we start reading the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. 
And at that time, um, I'm the only one who calls herself recovered because I'm the only one who's enjoying the blessings of the 10 steps. I'm the only one who has been granted complete neutrality um, when it comes to food, right? And I'm in a healthy body weight and I'm not hungry. Thank you, God. So we start reading and reading and reading and 18 people are listening to me and we go through the big book of AA and um, I'm trying to remember what some of the, the, the big book um, people of A Vision for You, by now I've attended a couple of um, big book weekends um, from A Vision for You, right? And I'm trying to remember what they said and trying to say it in Spanish. And, and at the very, very end of that weekend, I um, overhear this woman who was very, very mad at her mate, and I immediately got a resentment. And I said, uh, but I, by now I know how to live free of resentment. So I go to her and I say, listen, I know a trick so that you cannot be resentful anymore. Do you want to hear it? And we write the fourth column of the fourth step. And then we immediately look at our defects of character. And we immediately find some way to make things right. You know, going to page 552 of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, praying for this person. And we become best friends. And I'm her sponsor. And we go through the big book. And she recovered. So, of course, all things good happen to an addict born from a resentment. Only God knows that chemistry, right? And, and, and she recovers in just like four months, the way that I was sponsoring a vision for you. And now she says, I have an abstinent date and I'm recovered according to the big book. And then she gets like a hundred sponsors. Okay, now we're a bunch. I still go to a vision for you, but I'm working um, every day as a teacher, and um, I only can listen to the recordings. And in the very, very few days in which I don't have to go to school, I log in live to a vision for you, and um, and I do my very best to to have my voice heard because hello, I'm recovered in English and Spanish. Please listen to me, and. And you know, the moderator says, okay, they read the paragraph and then, and then say the line is open. And I scream up at the top of my lungs, Marcella M, Marcella M, Marcella M. And I never get into the line or very seldom do I get into the line. And I get a resentment because I'm talented that way. And I say, this is a vision for you people. They are so rude. They just don't understand that I need to talk and that I cannot talk every day because I'm working. So I go to my sponsor and I said, I'm very resentful. This vision for you people don't know what they're doing. They're rude and they're not considerate and they should know better. And my good sponsor says, well, if I understand well, you're doing these things in Spanish. How come you don't provide more space and more time and more loving um, witnessing of their recovery, you go to um, 
una visión para ti en Spanish and provide that loving attention to others, right? So that you can listen, listen, listen to what these people have to say when they read the big book in Spanish to you. Anyway, I said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Dear sponsor, thank you. I go back to my Spanish speaking group and I started listening. How does the word, words of the big book tell my soul of my souls, my heart of my heart, my mind of my mind? In other words, my innermost self. What can I learn from all these newcomers that want the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and don't speak English? And oh, oh, oh it was so good, guys. I cannot even begin to tell you. Now we have a YouTube channel with hours and hours and hours and hours of recordings. And, and I said, I am wonder because, I mean, we cannot have a, a meeting like we do in, in English live in a, in, in, on the phone because we are in 17 countries all over the world. So time zones and not to mention that how expensive it is, right, to, to be live on the phone. And, and, and anyway, so we think together and, and I listen to everybody and, and, and I humble myself because I'm not as, as, as wonderful and as great and as recovered as I thought I was. And I learn from people in Spain, in Guatemala, in Argentina, in Mexico, everywhere. And we put together some system and, and the people in Spain said, we need Zoom meetings. This is before the pandemic, guys. This is before the pandemic. We started doing Zoom meetings that uh, originated in Madrid. Okay, so now there's more time and people can talk and people can share and, and we keep growing and we keep growing. And we go from 200 members in 2014 to um, over a thousand. And there are a lot of sponsors, and then we try to say, like, how, how, what are we doing again? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are modeling that incredible phenomenon of recovering, the endless line of uh, miracles that AA has been granted, right? So we are trying to build the first 100. So, you know, um, I know that sounds ridiculous, right? But the old timers. <laughs> The old timers of Una Vision Para Ti, right? All of us like big, big, big stars in recovery. Me being the worst, right? 11 years and wow, like, whoa, whoa, 11 years. That's amazing. No, we're just beginners, right? But we started counting heads just like Bill and Bob did um, before they published a book. And we say, well, what is our parameter? Okay, let's let's say that uh, who is recovered in a vision for you, reading the big book, abstinent, you know, um, in a healthy body weight or working towards a healthy body weight. And, uh, and let's count the first 100. Um, three times in these few years, we have been 97, three times. And then somebody gets, you know, upset because, you know, we are who we are. And, and makes a big splash and says, now, why do we belong to a vision for you again? Wish independence. 
revolution, election. What are you doing with the treasury again? And Marcella who? And Melanie what? And Leah what? What now? Independence. And, and then people get upset and resentful. And then we go from 97 to 80. Surprise, surprise, right? As I'm speaking to you live, I'm realizing that this is a huge thing that I have failed my Spanish-speaking community. In addition for you, every single day we read our book is meant to be suggestive only. These are loving, humble suggestions. We willingly and freelingly, lovingly abide by the principles of Alcoholics Anonymous when it turns to food. Humbly, we are aligning ourselves behind the experience of AA as a whole to learn. Please, God, help us, teach us, take mercy on us. What are we supposed to do with food again? Will you please? more will be revealed, please. So we don't read that every day. We absolutely need to read that day, that every single day. I'm going to get with my team and fix that today. And then the next line, we realize we know only a little. We know only a little. And, and God knows that I tried unsuccessfully to do it my way to do it without a food plan in my particular private case, to do it without a food plan. I need a food plan, guys, without weighing and measuring. When I started in a vision for you, I didn't weigh and measure. Along my road in this path, I faced the absolutely need to weigh and measure every single day of my life. And um, you know what, now it, come, it came to that, right? So because we know that disease is progressive, but such is, so is recovery. Recovery is progressive away. We know only a little from how to, what is the meaning of entire abstinence? For me today, how can I tailor myself to be of maximum helpfulness um, to God and others? To what does the big book mean to me and my fellows in English and in Spanish, right here, right now. And, um, and what are we doing here again? Oh, we are hoping to help another one who's still suffering. That's what we're supposed to do. Um, we know only a little. We know only a little. If I only remain teachable, right? within this loving community, in English and in Spanish, as I keep walking along. I'm so grateful for my service sponsor in Una Vision Para Ti. Every time that I don't know what to do or what I'm doing, which happens often, I call her and she says, beam, beam light concentration. Like concentrate, just concentrate. What is written in the big book today? What does it mean to you? After, where's your, where's, what, how's your food? Is your food in order? Is your food in order? Can you honestly, 
rigorously, honestly, and humbly can you tell to God face to face that you're abstinent? Do you really know that you're abstinent? Because nothing good, nothing good will happen if you are in doubt, right? Can you say in good conscience that you're abstinent? Now, are your ways going to be of maximum helpfulness to you and your fellows, right? Are you really, really tailoring yourself to, um, to be able to pass on this incredible message of life? Or am I just thinking of my little soap opera? How do I look in the, in the movie, in the video? Um, how do I make myself look pretty and smart? <laughs> smart and articulate. How can I? I had this wonderful conversation with my sponsor, a vision for you. Who do you want to impress? He says, who do you want to impress, right? We're friends. Well, okay, let me see how I'm doing on time. Oh, wonderful. I feel proud of myself. It's half an hour. I think that's the most I've ever done in English. Um, I'm going to start winding down. Um, let me talk to my newcomer again. I love you. I know you. Even though I don't know you, I do know you. I've been where you are. I know how you feel. You're going to get better. You are going to get better. Listen to me. You never, ever have to eat compulsively again. It's going to be hard at the beginning. You'll go through withdrawal. Withdrawal from food addiction is real. You can feel it. But it's like a birth. It's just like the struggle of an infant, right, on the birth canal. It, it's scary at the beginning. It, it feels, it's painful. It can be painful. But um, if you join us, you won't be alone. You can make phone calls. You can text people, you can email people, you can come to the meeting, you can listen to the recording. You can, you can just attach yourself to us and, and the power, the infinite efficient power of the higher power, as you understand that power will be revealed to you and, and you will be able to stick to your abstinence and your food plan and never be alone or scared or hungry again. Um, I welcome you with open heart. Um, we're going to start reading the big book line by line, word by word, not alone, with a huge community in English and another community in Spanish. And, and maybe one day we'll meet again. Um, so the last thought, and then I'll stop talking. Um, so, um, as Melanie said, you know, people say, come to my country and, um, and, uh, and, and let's read the big book together and, and let's do it again. I learned how to do these things um, one day that I was invited to Houston, Texas. I have my big, big book with tons of stick notes and, and comments and quotes and funny stories underlined, highlighted, and, and I felt very ready to lead a big book study in a weekend in English. And um, so off I go to Texas, and my luggage with my big, big, big book with funny stories was lost, never to be found again. So 
here I am the following day with no makeup, frizzy hair, borrowed clothing, shoes that don't fit, um, with no big book. <laughs> no big book, guys. My, my big, big book, that's the one that was falling apart, gone forever. And I'm standing in front of a crowd, 60 beautiful American-looking people that speak with no accent are looking at me, <laughs> hoping that I will do something, say something, so that they recover as well. And, and that's when I prayed and I said, dear higher power, you'd better show your mercy right now. Because if it's up to me, we are doomed for the whole weekend. And, um, and that's when I learned how to be led by God in a big book weekend. I don't worry anymore. I don't stress anymore. I just make sure that my house is in order, that I'm 100% convinced that I'm entirely abstinent in rigorous honesty, helping somebody the very best I can, and I just show up, and, and, and the Spirit leads us every single way. Okay, so um, lately, for the last few months, we, we were stuck in 1,400 people, 1,400 people, 1,400 people, and we were not attracting any newcomers. So my old-timers in Spanish and I got together, and we said, we need to do something because... I do not believe that in 17 countries there are only 1,400 compulsive overeaters that need this message. So we got together and we said, duh, we're neglecting our closest neighbor, the Spanish-speaking community in the United States of America. Why do we need to go to Argentina, Buenos Aires, Madrid, if Spanish-speaking people are living here in America. Well, of course we miss that one because we are selfish, self-centered, dishonest, and fearful. So we organize a little get-together in Atlanta, and we're going to do a big book weekend in, in Spanish for the Spanish-speaking community in the United States. And guess what? We jump from 1,400 to 1,500 in less than a month and the retreat hasn't even happened yet. So we are on a good track. If you are fluent in the language of the heart and want to support you, want to support us, please come to Atlanta and join us and tell us your incredible story of recovery with this book in English. I'll be glad to translate in Spanish um, as we go and we'll keep growing. I love you guys. I love you, Remy Newcomer. You are the bright spot of my life. I'm looking forward to get together and read the book line by line and, and keep widening the, the circle of peace in this world. And thank you so much for inviting me and keeping me inside of this loop. I hope that something of what I said encourages somebody to do service that clumsy, erratic, crazy way <laughs> that we're doing in Spanish. And today I'm going to encourage um, all my Spanish-speaking people to register in the phone list so that um, we are counted because there is power in numbers. I love you guys, and now I'll be quiet.
and we let out back. Thank you very, very much, Marcella. Oh my, just to be able to visualize um, the experiences that you were sharing about today and the places we have gone and, and, and it relates so much into that and seeking the humility of, of sharing with a still suffering compulsive overeater. You've given so much of yourself today. Thank you, thank you very much. And we will ask Marcella for her contact information at the conclusion of this meeting. So don't go away, have pen and paper ready when um, we get that information. So listen for that. The share ID number for Sunday, April 24th, 2022 is the following, 18878, 18,878. And that's for this meeting today. So look for that um, when you want to listen to this again. It's certainly, certainly repeat worthy. I also wanted to mention that our Sunday special edition title for next week, which will be May 1st, May Day, 2022 is the following, Asking God, Listening and Surrendering into Action. You're not going to want to miss that one. We're going to hear from a perspective of a recovered person, just exactly this powerful dynamic as well. So the lines are now open for questions. If you have a question for Marcella, please unmute your phone by pressing star one on your phone keypad. Offer your first name, the first letter of your last name, and even perhaps your state for contact. And once you've asked your question, please press star one again to remute your line. Who would like to ask a question this morning? Toby from Boston. I have, pa- I have Pedro from California. Who from Boston? Toby W. Toby. Okay. Hi, Deb. Toby. Rosanna B. R. Rosanna B. Is that what I heard? Yes. Bas- Rosanna Bas- B. From where? From Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, great. And then Basta, I heard you, huh? Basta O? Yes, thank you. Fantastic, from Massachusetts. Oh, who was that last one? Elena C. Elena C. Uh-huh. Judith R. Judith R. Hi, Judith. Come on. Yes, ma'am. Did we get everybody for this round? Pedro, Toby, Rosanna, Basta, Elena, and Judah? Okay, sounds great. Great way to start out. Pedro, your question first, and then Toby will come after you. Good morning, Pedro. Good morning. Can you, can I be heard? Oh, loud and clear. Just come in swing it. I'll let you know. All right, all right. Thank you very much. Uh, first of all, thank you so much, Marcella, for sharing your experience, strength, and hope with us uh, this morning. It's beautiful. Uh, you know, there's a line in the big book. Anyway, I've got to go to the question. Um, the question is, I'm one of those Spanish-speaking people speaking, uh, Spanish-speaking person that lives in the United States, and uh, I want to know, I don't know how to register in the Spanish, even though I'm, I show up to the meetings in Spanish, so I want to learn so, so that I can be counted as a, as a compulsive overeater in recovery. And also, you mentioned uh, there's going to be uh, uh, some kind of retreat in Atlanta, and I want to know, when is that retreat? Marcel, oh, there you are. Hi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pedro, <laughs> bienvenido. Yes. Um, so if you um, stay in oavpt.info, um, or you have my phone number, you can call me and 
We need to teach one another patiently, little by little, how to go to the website of avisionforyou.org and register one by one so that we can be counted in this community. My bad, I should have told you like eight years ago, better late than never. And Atlanta, Rosanna B, who is writing the line, she knows the dates. I'm terrible with my agenda and my schedule. I know it's in June, but Rosanna B will let you know. Thank you, Pedro. Nos vemos. Gracias. Excellent. Just stay tuned for the phone number at the end of the meeting, and, and you'll be able to connect that way. Excellent. Toby, Toby W. from Maryland, your question next, and then Rosanna will follow you. Gracias. <laughs> Hi, Ma Hi, Marcella. It's Toby from Boston, and it's so good to hear you. Um, and my question is, um, I'm going to be sponsoring, I'm looking for sponsors, sponsees, and I'm going to be sponsoring for the first time in the steps in the way of the big book. I've never done it like that before. I always sponsored where I had all the answers. And you know where that got me. Um, and I would like to have you just give me some tips as to how to get started with somebody. Would you do that? Toby, arms around you. I can see your face. Everything is written in working for with others. Everything, like everything that you absolutely need to know is written in that chapter. Um, we, have, we are determined in Spanish to never create any manual, any graph, any additional pamphlet, booklet, because we want to preserve the, the message to the very best of our ability. In Spanish, we have 17 different translations. That's bad enough. So I strongly encourage you to read carefully, working with others. Pray. Make sure that you're asking. You can't go wrong. You just cannot go wrong. I don't know any two sponsors that sponsor exactly the same way. My uh -huh. experience sponsoring people is that every that the words of the big book are like water, and each one of us is like a container. It takes a different shape every single time. Each sponsee will take you to a place that you never thought existed. And um, right now I'm sponsoring a guy in Brazil and um, he's um, Portuguese speaking and we communicate in a weird mix of English, Portuguese, Spanish. <laughs> and it's just beautiful. So you can't go wrong, Toby. A big hug. Thank you very much, Toby, for your question. She's from Maryland. Rosanna um, B. from Georgia, you're up next with your question. And Vasa, you'll come in right after. Star one, Rosanna. Okay, uh, good morning. Thank you, Melanie, for your service. And thank you, Marcella, for your service, too. I am Rosanna B. A grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Uh, I do have an abstinence an abstinence date that is uh, March 9th, 2020. 
and I am part of uh, Vision for You. I'm in the list, but I'm also, uh, I recovered in Una Vision Para Ti in Spanish. And Marcela, my question is, in your experience, uh, do you, have you, is recovery available for, for every person on every culture? And uh, the, the message goes to, to people independently of the, of the language that they speak and the culture that they have been raised in? Thank you so much, Ross. <laughs> I always wanted, I dreamed of this day when uh, Melanie knew that I'm not inventing and making up the Spanish-speaking community. <laughs> as far as I understand, this is the very first time that a member of Una Edición Para Ti has opened their mouth and said, it is real. I, there is such a thing as Una Edición Para Ti. So my experience is that there's cultures and there's cultures within the culture. My experience is that not only because we speak Spanish, that means that we are going to understand each other very well. And then there's the culture of people that come from AA and then come to OA or come from OA to a vision for you within, you know, us. And then there is uh, the culture of Buenos Aires, Argentina, and Mexico, and Puerto Rico. And the magic is that we are creating a new, a renewed culture, a unifying culture. Um, your question reminds me of um, the last retreat, the most recent retreat that we have in Mexico. Um, a number of women from Spain came to that one, and, and we were walking in the streets of Mexico, and I was looking at the architecture, having been to Madrid before, and I was telling them, as you can see, Mexico is a copy of Spain. And the Spanish-speaking women told me, every copy is a creation. So every single time that we read the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous in a different language, yes, it is a copy, or we try to be a copy, but it's also a creation. That's what I don't think that anybody can be a teacher of the big book. Because in order to be a teacher of the big book, you will have to be fluent in 167 countries, I mean languages. And that's absolutely impossible. That's humanly impossible. So the big book is not a dead document. It's alive. So all of us need to learn from everybody, right? I, I hang out sometimes with a woman from Nigeria, and she reads her big book in um English, but in Nigeria. And every single time that she tells me what the big book means to her in her culture, I'm amazed. So we'll never get bored and we'll never stop learning from one another. Thank you, Ros. Gracias. Thank you very much, Rosanna B. from Georgia for your question this morning. Thank Rosa, you. Oh. Good morning. Um, yeah, Can I be heard? You betcha. And Elena's going to come right in after you. You're ready. Go, come in. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Melanie, and thank you, Marcella, for your service. What a inspiration meeting this morning that I heard. Well, I, I also come from another country, and I've heard you before, Marcella, shared other meetings a few times and how you brought it to Spain. So I wanted to bring it to my own country in Macedonia, but I don't spend much time over there. 
and I tried once, but I wasn't there for very long. So, but I was wondering, with the big book, do you have to have it translated in that language? Um, well, um, yeah, I would bet. I, w- I wouldn't be so fast in thinking that it's not a version in whatever language people speak in Macedonia. I would contact AA World Services and mm-hmm. ask if there is a version. And then I, I was unaware that I was beginning a vision for you in Spanish. I was totally unaware. I'm glad that I didn't know what was happening to us because I would, I would have freaked out. I thought I was helping one. That's what I thought. I thought that I was helping, I was working with one person in Spain, just one. And that one turned into three, and three turned into 40, and 40 turned into 200, and 200 turned into 1,500. I never knew that I was beginning the Spanish version of a vision for you. Never thought. That was never my aim. It's still, you know, you don't want to know these things, but I'm really lazy, lazy and selfish. So just thinking that, you know, that we, that, that, that I'm an accidental co-founder of a vision for you in Spanish makes me tired. <laughs> and also, you're not only tired, it makes me feel scared. I want to hide. Like, I don't, I don't want to be this way. I don't, I don't want this, right? But it, it just landed on my lap. And now, you know, Toby once told me, listen, there's only one service that cannot be rotated, and that is the co-founder. Nobody can mm-hmm. elect a new co-founder. So there, good luck. I'll be praying for you and the people of Macedonia. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, and again, I, you know, we, <clears throat> I know this gift. I mean, this program has been a gift to me, and that's my service. We want to pass it on to others. So thank you very much. And maybe I'll take your number at the end. We can chat another time. Thank you, Marcella. Thank you, Vasta O, for your question. Thank you so much. And Elena C., you're up from South Carolina. And then Judith will follow you. And I'll Good morning. Can I be heard? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, but just, yeah, but you guys just come in swinging. 99% of the time we do hear you all. So just come right in okay. and ask your question. All I'll, right. I'll let you know um, my name is Elena C., gratefully yeah, yeah. recovered, compulsive overeater from South Carolina. Uh, thank you, Marcella. <clears throat> My question is, um, I have had a really difficult time finding sponsees lately. Um, and I did find some, but they didn't stay. I tried to put my name there at the end of the meetings as available for sponsor, yet it's very difficult. I know that you're being Spanish. You are attracting more Spanish-speaking. But, yeah, do you have a... You have an idea for me how I can find more sponsees. That's an excellent question. Thank you so much. Yeah, I know the feeling. Like, you know that a group is, you know, blossoming and flourishing when we have to fight for sponsees, <laughs> right? Where there are a lot of recovered sponsors and very few sponsees. And... um you know, I would, you know what Rosanna is doing in Atlanta? She printed flyers and she's going to hospitals. Uh, she's going to bariatric surgeons. She's going to gymnasiums. She's going to schools. 
she's going to universities, and she's the old-fashioned way. She's bringing printed flyers saying, um, we're looking for Spanish-speaking population in the vicinities of Atlanta, and we think that we can be uniquely useful um, to the Spanish-speaking community. So it takes, of course, time, money, and effort and goodwill, but the rewards are unbelievable. So, yeah, so that's what we're doing. People in Costa Rica went to radio stations and, and, they, um, and they recorded a, a radio local show. Um, people in Spain go to meetings, uh, always meetings and other food um, fellowships of 12 steps and say, you want to be part of the big book study? Come, there's space for everybody under this umbrella. So there's always a way to find a newcomer. Good luck. Thank you very much, Elena, for your question this morning. Elena C. from South Carolina. Next up is going to be Judith R. So after her question, it's going to, we're going to be able to open up the lines for additional questions. So prepare yourself. Um, Right after Judith's Judith, question is answered. Good morning, Judith. Hi, Mel and Marcella. Thank you so much. Marcella, you know I've been a fan all along, and I followed your trajectory, and I knew you were going to start Una Vision para ti, and I knew what it was going to be called, and it did. And now I have to come to Atlanta. So whether you know the date or not, do you know how I can register? What a wonderful, wonderful question. I should know these things by heart, right? Rosanna is the one organizing the, the retreat. Maybe she can come in the line and tell you again while I find my schedule. And, mm. um, yeah, so uh, by all means, please come and talk to us and give us some a few words of encouragement. You know, in these global times, Never underestimate your English ability to speak to other countries. We are still the beacon of evolution because the big book was granted in English to Americans. So people are still looking up to us saying, oh, I found it. The retreat is going to be on June from the 23rd to the 26th in Atlanta. And yeah. we're going to do fellowship on Thursday. And the big book starts on Friday. And then we'll do nothing but read the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous in English and in Spanish. And Pete B is going to come and hang out with us because he's such a good speaker and he's so entertaining oh. and because we love each other. so. Come and let's let's do the Spanglish version of these things. <laughs> Thank you, gracias. Mel, I am right here. Hi, thanks so much for the reminder. Good morning, and again, thank you for your question. We're going to open up the lines for additional questions this morning. If you give me your first name, the first letter of your last name, and even perhaps your state so folks can contact you. If you have a question for Marcella, then please. 
Any further questions this morning before we close out the morning? Good morning. My name is Connie G in Texas. Connie G in Texas. Hang on just a second. Let's see if there's anyone else that follows you. Anyone else? Reggie O. Reggie O. Irene L.W. Pennsylvania. Irene L.W. from Pennsylvania. Okay, that sounds like a great, great group here. We're going to start with these three. Connie G. from Texas. Your question, please. Uh, Thank you for your service, everyone, this morning. My question is, how do you prevent complacency? How do you keep everything going every day in the spiritual aspect and in working with others and balancing out your life with your loved ones? Um, I'm afraid I didn't hear your question very well. How do you prevent relapses? Is that what you said? Uh, Our complacency and, and... and balancing out your life at this end, how do you keep your spiritual aspect up? Oh, okay. Um, well, um, I'm not very sure how I'm doing it. I have a routine. Um, you know where the um, Dr. Bob's story says at the end that he spends a lot of time doing these things? That's me. I'm a big book junkie of the hopeless variety. Um, I start my day with a very lazy prayer. I kneel down by my head and I say, please, that's it. Then I go to my kitchen and, and I, I, I prepare, I weigh and measure my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I write down exactly what time I'm going to eat it and the social context of it. You know, because it's not the same to eat in my kitchen by myself or eat with my husband than to eat, you know, at the staff meeting at work or at my in-laws is different or a restaurant or a social gathering. And um, then I committed to a sponsor and, um, and then the food problem is out of the way. And then I sponsor people on the phone for like an hour and then I go to my AA meeting, and then, believe it or not, I work full-time. And so I go to work, which, thank you, God, that I'm employable at my age, being an immigrant to this country. Thank you, thank you, thank you, God. And um, and then on my break time, I talk to somebody else from the program. It doesn't feel like work, frankly. It just feels like connecting with people that I love. And at night, I talk to other people in program. And that's my life. On weekends, I binge on, on meetings and service, and, and I take walks. And I also live with a recovered alcoholic, so I'm kind of cheating that way because my dear husband and I, we start talking about music, we end up talking about AA and the big books. We start talking about the weather, and we end up talking about programs. So I God has been so kind to me. Um, I live in a recovery bubble <laughs> and then when I go to visit my sisters my sisters are here in, in Una Vision Para Ti with me we weigh and measure the same food eat kind of like the same schedule even my my nephews and my everybody has been impacted for the better with this blessed program and um, 
And then what I do with my vacation time, I go to the big book retreats in Spanish. So as you can tell, I have no time to relapse. I hope this helps. Thank you very much, Connie G. from Texas. Reggie O. from Texas, you're up with your question. Thank you, Melanie, uh, for your service. And uh, thank you so much, Marcella. Um, wow. I, I love the statement that struck me of all, everything that you said um, is, if you are fluent in the language of the heart, come speak to us in Atlanta. And because that was, I was touched to the heart with your entire, you know, presentation this morning. Uh, thank you so much. And the question I have is, um, you talked about uh, some questions you would ask yourself, I believe, and I don't know if you stated it this way, but some questions you would ask yourself to see if you were on kilter and recovered. And the first one is, am I entirely abstinent? And then you stated two or three or four more over your talk, and I didn't get a chance to write down what those were. Oh, my, oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid you will need to wait for the tape because I had no idea what I said. I'm happy to. Um, I'm going back and listening anyway again. Yeah. And And let me tell you a little bit more about being fluent in the language of the heart. I had been talking endlessly, which I love, in Spanish to people, and surprise, surprise, right? Um, We got into a heating cauldron of debate, uh, figuring out what's entire abstinence. So in the first, I think it was the first convention, the first international convention of a vision for you, I heard Ruth M. and I said, she's the one who needs to come and talk to us in Spanish. So I convinced her to come to Mexico, and she came, God bless her, and she explained to us the meaning of entire abstinence. And people didn't speak English, and she didn't speak Spanish, but her whole humanity, her presence, her demure was so eloquent and so convincing that even though I was translating, um, interpreting simultaneously in Spanish, you don't need, you cannot argue with, 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 with the presence, with the recovered presence, right? So, mm. yeah. So if you are enjoying of, uh, of the recovery granted by God, come to Atlanta and hang out with us. You don't even need to open your mouth. People will see you having breakfast and people will see you having lunch and people will believe so I hope that you can join us. Thank you very much, Reggie. Oh, for your question. Thank you question. so much. And Irene, let's see, Irene LW from Pennsylvania, you're up with your question, and I think we're going to have time for a couple of more if Marcella has time. So Irene, star one, please. And everyone else, star one to mute their line. Thank you, uh, Melanie and Marcella. Thank you so much for bringing this wonderful message to us this morning. It's especially meaningful for me because as an ESL teacher, I have befriended a young lady who's from Puerto Rico, and she confided in me that she's getting bariatric surgery. And I said to her, would you be willing to let me buy you a book? 
And I went on Amazon and saw that a Spanish version of Overeaters Anonymous is $200. I uh, obviously (laughs) uh, spoke before I knew what I was talking about. So I'm in a situation now where, in addition to being able to introduce her to Spanish-speaking meetings through the Internet, thank goodness, I was wondering what other guidance you can give me in helping her. Ooh, a new client. Good. <laughs> well, first of all, don't get the big book from Amazon. The the right place to buy the book is General Services in AA. And um, if she's in Puerto <clears throat> Rico, you can direct her to us. We have um, the recorded version in Spanish so that she can listen to it. And we every single Sunday we post the the PDF, the digital PDF. And there are a lot of visionaries in Spanish in Puerto Rico. She can contact one of them and, and, and she can start building a little bit of fellowship there. Also tell her that we have, I forgot how many, I think it's seven Zoom meetings um, in Spanish every week. So she's welcome to join us and she doesn't have to do this alone. And uh, and thank you for spreading the message to the Spanish-speaking community. Thank you very much, Irene. L.W. from Pennsylvania. Would there be anyone else who would like to ask a question this morning if you've just pressed star one on your phone keypad? Uh, Lisa B. Lisa B. Dana P. Dana P. Okay, let's go with those two and see where it leads us with time. Lisa B, your question first, followed by Dana. Hi, I, my question is, can you give an example of when you do the fourth column of the fourth step with somebody, how you got them through the resentment? Just If you can give an example, that would be great. Thank you. Mm, well, everything is written in the big book, right? So the big book directs us to find out where have we been selfish, self-seeking, and dishonest, and fearful. It also says that um, that uh, solitary self-appraisal is insufficient. In other words, more often than not, we are unable and unwilling to see our role, so we cannot really say how have we been selfish, self-seeking, and dishonest, and fearful, so we need another person, right? It's on page 67, where had we been selfish, dishonest, self-seeking, and frightened, right? Putting out of our minds the wrongs others had done. Resolutely look for our own mistakes. And then the common denominator to every single resentment is fear, bottom of page 67. So if you want a really good resentment, get a ball of fear, and sprinkle it a little with envy, jealousy, rage, um, self-pity, suspicion, cynicism, and you get a really good lasting resentment. And um, yeah, so then, you know, you you get, you, you try to imagine how would it be that reality, how would it be without 
the fear to begin with, um, examining the exact nature of our defects. Sometimes it's not defects of action and behavior as much as defects of perception, right? Um, I mean, just to tell you a, um, a, a very recent example, this morning, I was dreading this moment. I was like, oh, no, what are the visionaries going to think of me? I'm, I'm like, I rarely participate in a vision for you in English because I'm so busy in Spanish. And, uh, and my English continues to be faulty. And, and what am I going to tell to the really big book thumpers that live in a vision for you? And I was thinking of myself. Right, but I reach out to many of you, and you took me out of my self-indulgent misery, fear, and directed me to um, my newcomer. Thank you, God. And then I knew exactly what to say and how to say it because I was not in poor me anymore. So yeah, everything's written. Thank you very much, Lisa B, for your question. Dana P, star one for your question, please, for Marcella. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Melanie and Marcella. What a beautiful, I, I always love to hear you, um, and especially your uh, answer to the question about uh, the English-speaking translating into Spanish uh, experience with the, oh, boy, it got a loud bird, um, person and that how the the power and that's what came to me as you were saying that how how that was the power that that language of the heart it was the power that these people had the experience of um, and so my question for you this morning is um, I know that in Spanish language and especially in Mexico there is a particular um, predominant religion um, and I'm wondering how that how your experience of finding the power, your higher power, um, in conjunction with your belief and how that manifests for you and with newcomers. I don't know if my question is very clear, but um, essentially your experience of your higher power, because I've heard you speak about that before, and I'd love to hear some more. I'll pass with that. Thank you so much. It continues to be a wild adventure. Um, I don't belong to the predominant um, religion in Spanish. I'm a minority within a minority. And, um, and that's exactly where I know that the broad highway is all-inclusive, never exclusive. Because um, in Spanish, we have people, a lot of people that are like fiercely, devotedly, you know, um, Christian, mainly Catholic, and I'm not. And, uh, and yet, we don't get into argument or controversy or difficulty. And then, frankly, and to be 100% honest, I was born in Mexico City, but I have lived in Boston for 25 years. So at this point, uh, even though I go to Mexico very often, I'm American. That's the honest truth. I'm assimilated. My husband doesn't speak Spanish. My social life here in Boston is in English. I work in English. So um, I'm Mexican, but I'm American. So yeah, we find 
like the subtleties of culture and everything. Let me tell you something really interesting about culture and the perception of time. When we started a vision, una visión para ti, well, when God started una visión para ti en español, I live in New England. In New England, um, nine o'clock means 8.58 to make sure that you're on time. And one hour means 60 minutes. And 15 minutes mean 15 minutes. And a three-minute share means a three-minute share. Not in Spanish at all. And I was very, very curious to see how would that go. Can you believe, can you believe that in, those, in these just few years, people in Spanish can share in three minutes and people in Spanish can stick to a Zoom meeting that lasts no longer than 60 minutes? I'm amazed because that's not our culture. And yet we have acquired it. So more will be revealed, right? I wonder if um, we will rub onto you English speaking only people and, um, and maybe you will catch that warm effusivity. Is that a word? You know, like the super ridiculously hot affection, instant affection that Latin people have and learn how to say, my love, my dear, my darling, the light of my heart. I don't know, I would be lost without you. Not so New England, right? More will be revealed as we become one under the umbrella of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Thank you for your question. Yes, thank you very much for your question. Do we have any other questions out there by chance? Good morning. This is Terry D. from Virginia. I'd, I'd like to ask Marcella a question, please. Okay, let's check and see if anyone else would like to ask a question, and you'll be up first, though. Anyone else with a question? Okay, sounds like it. Sounds like you're going to be ours. Our last one, Terry D. Oh, go ahead. Hi. All right. Hi. Good morning, yeah. Marcella. Also from Massachusetts. Good morning, Marcella. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for your beautiful spiritual talk. Um, how do you practice your pause from the big book in um, step 11? Hmm. Um, I, if anything, the, the whole diligent discipline, gentle discipline of the steps um, has afforded me the pause bottom. For beginners, I prepare all my food um, in for three times a day, and I put it on front of me, and I'm sitting as if I were a normal person, and then I pause. And I look at my food, and I say, uh, God of Bill and Bob, please afford me the miracle that this way and measure meal um, be enough. And then I start eating. And then when I stop eating, I leave one bite left on the, on the on the plate, and then I look at it and I say, "Thank you, dear God, it was enough." And then I eat my very last bite. So that affords me at least six pauses a day, right? Another pause that I make is in the morning. Um, I do the lazy alcoholic prayer in the morning and at night. I just roll out of the bed, kneel, bow my head down. 
as if it were a yoga asana. And I say, please, that's it. Then at night, I, before I go into bed, I um, kneel down and I say, thank you. And if I find a spiritual pebble in my spiritual shoe, then I get up and I write my inventory uh, because I cannot afford to go to bed without a resentment, a pre-resentment or a fear. And um, so I keep it simple. I know that I have the tendency to oversimplify things because English is not my first language, but it has worked for me. So my sponsor tells me, um, she told me many years ago, um, if it's not sustainable, it's not spiritual. So sustainable is the key for me. Thank you. Thank you very much, Terry, for your questions and for your answer, Marcella. Um, hi, now, if you were here to listen for, if you were here to listen to Ms. Marcella's presentation this morning, and you do have a question, it looks like we have time for one more. Would that be you, Madam? Uh, yes, I've been trying. My name is Lucia, uh, Massachusetts. Okay, Lu Lucia, is that what you said? Correct. Lucia, well, welcome to you from Massachusetts. Your question, please. Um, I have, uh, my question is, um, I'm just literally um, completed the the steps in OA. I have done the big book, but I think uh, I'm one of those that um, the program might not work for me. So um, it doesn't matter what language I do it, um, and my English is pretty good, but <laughs> I need hope. Um, did I hear you correctly and you said that the program hasn't worked for you yet? I don't believe it's working. <laughs> I just completed the process okay. and I am, life is too heavy for me right now. I hear you. I hear you. Arms around you. I'm going to tell you what my sponsee taught me. Uh, my sponsee taught me that you never complete the steps. You successfully integrate them into your daily life. So there is not such a thing as completing the steps. Um, we uh, walk along other people, right? And um, and then little by little, we be, we, it's not that the steps come into our lives, it's our lives jump into the steps, so to speak. We pack something into the stream of light. Of, of life. It it happens, it's almost like magic, frankly. Um, I, I feel the underlying pain and fear that you have. Um, I give you the good news that I also thought that I was terminally unique, completely different, um, and that my English was very good and my Spanish was better, and that it wouldn't work. It would work for everybody else but for me, but now nah, it works for everybody. And uh, I give you hope and um, get my phone number and maybe we can talk in English and in Spanish and maybe we'll meet one day and just know in your heart of hearts that this road is all inclusive, all inclusive. It always works. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you for your question. Lucia, are you in Massachusetts also? Yes, I am. You are. Used okay. to live in Boston. Oh, Boston okay. area. Well, I know it's a yeah. I know it's a big state, but I was just wanting to make sure that that you knew. Okay. All right. Fantastic. 
You know, we might have time for another question for Mar Marcella, looking at the hour here. If anyone wants to press star one and ask that question. Hey, Kathy, Kathy Jopi, your question. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm, yeah, I can't relate, but I'd love to hear that lazy man's AA prayer, if I could. Could you hear me? Yeah, this is a little noise. It sounds like you're on the road here, so we're, I'm going to mute I you. I am. And then, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that she wants to learn the lazy man's prayer. <laughs> yes, yes, she would like that. Yeah. Yeah. It is so easy and so lazy, right? It is the selfish, self-centered, lazy man's prayer. It also applies to women and everybody, in the everybody who's suffering from addiction. In the morning, on awakening, you roll out of bed, you kneel clumsily, you put your elbows on the bed, you close your eyes, you bow your head, and you say, please. If you're too lazy to speak, you just think, please. That's it. And then at night, um, you do the same thing. You, you kneel. Even if you're not in the tradition of kneeling, well, even if your tradition is standing, uh, you still kneel because we're alcoholic and um, compulsive overeaters of the hopeless variety, and you bow your head. And if you're too tired or lazy to say uh, thank you, you just think thank you. And in between, you stick to your guns with stubbornness and willfulness, and you say, I am going to stay in the beam of light no matter what. And, and it works. It's a program designed for lazy, self-centered, selfish stubborn, willful people like me. It might work for you. Keeping it simple. For egomaniacs like me, keeping it simple. What a beautiful, beautiful, refreshing, humble way in which to close this meeting this morning on that particular note. Thank you very, very much, Marcella, and for taking the time also to answer these questions after your presentation. It was just very, very inclusive. I felt it in my heart. Bridging the language that you do tirelessly determined to overcome any kind of barriers. It was very clear in your presentation today, you know, with keeping them in mind and the cultural differences in mind, the group conscience that was there. It was just very, very touching. Thank you so much for still reaching out to the still suffering compulsive overeater. You just offered so much of yourself and I'm grateful and the vision for you is gonna be grateful to have this archive for us. So I if you stick you, with us here for a little bit. <laughs> I love you too. Yeah, let me say too. something. Let me inter let me tell mm. you want something. Please, people, people, please be kind, gentle, and patient and loving to your trusted servants, especially to the co-founders, especially to the co-founders. Patience and tolerance and kindness and love. There are people. They're just human people that are addicts. Of course, they're going to make mistakes. Please be kind to your co-founders. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. So we will close this morning like we always do on a vision for you by reading from page 164. And I'll do that just shortly here, but I wanted to remind you all of the share ID number for today's presentation because it was recorded, and that would be Sunday, April 24, 2022. Share ID number is 18. 878-18,878, and the title for next week's May 1st May Days 
Sunday special edition is the following, asking God, listening, and surrendering into action. And you're not going to want to miss that. So stay with me while we read and finish up today. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right. And great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you 